Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sportsbet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Twilight Payment won the Melbourne Cup. Tiger Moth second, Prince of Aaron again a place getter. He's run third. Oh, I'm sure he won't get sick and tired of listening to that. Melbourne Cup winning jockey, Joy, Joy McNeil, joins us on the odds couple for the first time since he's won the Melbourne Cup. Good morning, Joy. This is our first Good morning, Joy. <laughs> yeah, I know, Cup. that's why I said it. This is a good intro. That was very good, good Tags. Well well very professional. Sorry, Joy, we had to put Been rehearsing that one, Tags. Yeah, no, no, no. In front of the mirror. Well, when we spoke to you All last morning. guy, you wanted to be, be recognised as, as multiple Group 1 winning jockey. We can't give you that title now because it's when you win a Melbourne Cup, you become the elite and you've got your own title. So it's Melbourne Cup winning jockey now. Not many jockeys get to be called that and you're one of very few. And congratulations on what you achieved on Tuesday. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, it's very special, and as you said in the intro, I'll never get sick of hearing that. Joe, what's it like? You know, obviously, there was plenty of talk pre-race from a, a tactical point of view. What's it like leading out of the straight the first time uh, on your own, going down the back on your own, turning for home on your own? Because literally, you ha- you didn't see a horse from the moment you the gates open. <laughs> until you went over the line. Yeah, it was very, I guess, daunting in a way, um, especially in your, uh, when it's your first ever ride in the Melbourne Cup. And um, you know, I, wasn't, I wasn't too sure what the right speed was to be going, but um, Joseph really expressed to me to try to forget about the race and just really ride my own horse. And um, I felt as though leaving the straight the first time that I'd had, done, had to do a little bit of work to get to that position. Um, but after that, the horse really got into a fantastic rhythm and that's exactly what he wanted. Um, and then, you know, sort of going past the 12, I started to think about increasing the speed. And then by the time we got to the to the 1,000, it was um, it was definitely time to, to start amping things up. And that's when you really started to see the, the field break up mm. and... Um, yeah, the the rest was sort of um, history. Joe, we often hear jockeys talk about uh, counting furlongs. You know, uh, counting, trying to, to to count time to make sure they're getting the pace right. Is that something you fall back on under that sort of pressure, or was Tuesday all about feel? One cat dog, two cat. No. <laughs> you're not a monkey nut. You're not a monkey nut man. <laughs> no, I get. I get too tongue-tied there. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, definitely uh, early in the race, I wasn't I wasn't counting, but there was a furlong, I think, between maybe the 1,800 to the mile where 
um, it was I, I counted nearly 13 seconds. So it was I knew that the speed I was going was was suiting me and my horse. And um, after that, the rhythm never changed. So I didn't need to keep counting. Um, but yeah, there was definitely at least one furlong there where I, I had to count it just to make sure that um, I was going at, at the right speed. And it's always easy to count when you're out bowling out in front as you are too. So uh, as you said, you counted a working gallop and that's why you made that uh, mood sort of down by Chiquita Lodge to the 1,000 metre mark. And the only jockey that was awake to it was um, was the other Jay, yeah, Jay Mac, Finch. Yeah, James McDonald on Finch. Considering I was looking at the race and going, I don't know what you, I don't know if you pulled the right rein here. And then when you look back and then Finch started uh, following you, we thought, well, you mustn't have gone that hard early doors, and and that's exactly how it played out. Yeah, I think um, I think you're definitely right there, Tags. You, you sort of you could you could see him um, get into the three wide line and then really travel up to get up outside me, and then there was quite a, a like two or three lengths back to maybe even the third horse. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I didn't feel I was going that hard. Obviously, the, the overall time suggests it was a fast Melbourne Cup, but um, Obviously, the track was firm as well, so um, all, all those things play a part. Joe, congratulations again, mate. At what at what point of the great two mile race did you think, "Hang on, I'm, I've got this"? Was it was there a point in the race down the straight you went, "I, I think I've got this"? Yeah, um, I didn't want to go too early because it's obviously I didn't want to go off too early because it's obviously a long straight at, at Flemington and. Um, I felt as though, you know, we'd, we'd led the whole way and at some point we were going to get uh, run down. But um, I felt the wave really surge towards us with, I don't know, maybe two, three, four horses. But they they got to him and then I changed the whip from left to right and um, just to try to get that little bit of extra out of my horse. And I really felt him surge again underneath me and that, at that stage... I knew he was doing enough to, to possibly hold on or going to be very close. And um, probably over the, the final 50 metres was when I really knew that uh, everything was going to, ha- going to happen and I really could enjoy the moment. You didn't, Tell- didn't want to do a Glenny Boss and just stand up in the, stand up in the irons? No, I don't want to ruin the photo. <laughs> Tell Joe, the- you, mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned enjoying the moment. Is that the case when you cross the line in a Melbourne Cup or is it firstly a sense of relief and later on enjoying the moment? Yeah, it's a sense of relief, emotion. Um, everything's very overwhelming. and it's, uh, it's, It is a special moment because it's just you and the horse and uh, you, you really got that time between pulling up and coming mm. back to scale to really enjoy it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's special for, for the connection with, between you and the horse. You said that you, uh, you sweep. Swapped uh, the whip from left to right. Can you tell our listeners how important it is uh, for a jockey to have that in his armoury? Very important, I, I believe, because mm. um, not just for a, a moment like that, but um, sometimes you, your horse wants to turn when you don't want it to, and it can obviously help guide your horse um, and stop it from from wanting to go left or right. So. It's very, it's very important to be able to swap the whip um, in between hands, and 100%. Um, fortunately, I've done a, a lot of work on it as an apprentice, and um, I'm able to do it for sure. And, and mate, the feeling with no crowd, we're experiencing it 
being on track, us us three, you're feeling it, obviously, riding them. Do you think it's ha- having an effect on, on the horses in these big races? Does it favour the, the better runners? I'm not too sure, to be honest. I think definitely pre-race, because generally you've got, obviously, the big crowd there with lots of noise, and um, it's probably more beneficial not having them there for the parade because the horses... Uh, are a lot more relaxed and they've obviously got to be there three hours before the race as well. So um, I think in in that sense, it's a lot better for them. But uh, obviously they set the, they really set the atmosphere. And um, yeah, I, I think that part of it we're all missing. Joy, what does the Melbourne Cup do for you, one, as a jockey and two, you as a person? Well, as a jockey, uh, I believe it um, it changes my life. It really uh, it secures my position as the rider that I want want to be, and um, it's also a goal that every child, every kid uh, mm. sets out to achieve when they when they want to or decide to be a jockey. So um, I'm very grateful to be in this position, and as a person, I. I I'd like to say that it doesn't change me. Um, I, I, I'm obviously trying to be very humble and um, I, without any disrespect towards it, but I, I don't really want it to change the person that I am um, away from racing. And uh, I, I'm just very grateful to be in the position. And how was it when you walked through the door and was greeted by your, your son, Oakley, and, of course, your partner, Jess? Yeah, it was... A really special moment to to get home. Um, they were sitting on the couch, and I put the trophy on the on the bench, and um, we had a group hug, and it was a little <laughs> bit emotional. So um, yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, beautiful! And and your parents, you're you're a Kerrang boy. Uh, is there any chance shortly you'll be going up there to visit them, and and probably having to work a little bit up on their farm? Yeah, we'll see how things go tomorrow with um, the government and the restrictions and so forth. It, if things go well, we're hoping that we might be able to travel home Monday, um, stay for a few days, celebrate, and I'll be back for racing on Friday night. Oh. Right. Joy, um, bring it to watch on Tuesday and also to watch your career develop over the last uh, three or four years. It's uh, It's been a, such an interesting journey and culminating in what happened on Tuesday. Um, a big hearty congratulations from all of us here the odds couple, all of us at SEN, and we look forward to that uh, career really blossoming now uh, into the future and seeing a lot more of Jai McNeil in the uh, in the big Group 1 races and winning plenty, plenty more of those as time goes on. Oh, so, yeah. again, well done on Tuesday. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Good on Jai McNeil joining us there. Yeah. Uh, humble young man, taking it all in his stride, and uh, we're going to be hearing and seeing a lot more of Jai oh, Well, he's McNeil one of the good guys of racing, isn't he? He's a little beauty. Good country lad. He's got Melody Bell today, so we might just back it up. Didn't, and even, another, speak, didn't even need to speak about his big group exactly one Exactly right. Today. Why would you want to speak about today after you won a Melbourne Cup? But just that that armoury in a jockey's tool bag, is being able to swap a whip uh, left to right. A lot of these kids do it very, very well these days. It wasn't um, back, say, 15, 20 years ago, uh, but it's, it's just a tool that you need. It's Could you do that? 
Yeah, I, I did in the Oaks, yes. Swap the whip. And she was uh, the reason that was because she was getting in. How and many that's times what did you do it correctly? That, that was um, only took me a stride. Yeah, they do it that good these days that you can't even see them do it. They do it that quick. But It's, it's extraordinary <laughs> that we can have a Melbourne Cup winning jockey on. No, you're yeah, not the one that has spoken about it. Let's come back to text. It gets back to text. And how good a rider he was. Oh, I need oxygen. Did you, say, that you, you asked me a question. Were you able to do it? And then I had, of course, you led me. It was a good segue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the kids do it a mar- um, do a marvel, marvellous job these days. And we it's not only... Break. Just oh, we're cut it off. Oh, I won't give you we a lesson. We can't go any longer. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.